This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Hoover, Mover, Dom, Move, Rolling Rap, you know what I mean? Real West Side shit. Y'all. Check it, check it. John Barnes, Golly Raps. Al Capone poems, I compose John Gotti Raps. Muhammad Gandhi Raps. I don't smoke joints, smoke murder, ink, Shanti Raps. Smoke Mandela, Malcolm and Martin on them Tommy Raps. I mean socialists, plutocrats with fascist morals. You know the Christian faith, Buddhist braids, Baptist curls. I got the Hindu Raps, egg rolls on the menu Raps. I got Zion eyes, the whitest earths, the blackest worlds. I got Slater Bar Raps. I got KRS, Rakim, and K. Lamar Raps. I got Barely There, Harley Sober, Made It Far Raps. I got Zion eyes. Poison pills made of SARS raps. I got cancer raps. I got Huey New for Black Panther raps. And my kids gonna sit on Black Santa's lap. I got abandoned rap for black folks who turn a bandage axe. In the crack houses, Marvin Gaye raps. Blue Hills, you know the Black Fountains of Youth. Blue Hills, Black Fountains of Youth. Black Fist of Power in the last hours of truth. What you just heard is a sample from the song Black Fountain of Youth off of Cassius King's new mixtape titled Figure Eight. Cassius King is an MC hailing from Lamert Park, which is on the southwest side of Los Angeles. He has collaborated with phenomenal music artists like Blue, Roscoe, Denmark Vesey, Planet Asia, Yaming Somali, Aloe Black, and many more. We'll be talking to him about his new mixtape called Figure Eight and whatever else comes to mind. What's up, Cassius King? Welcome back to Book Speaks and Beyond. Hey, how y'all doing, man? Having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you making dope music. <laughs> um, so last time we had you on here, we were talking about your second official album called Church. Uh, why did you decide this time to make a mixtape instead of an album? Um, it's just been a minute since I had put anything out. Uh, you know, kind of got because Church was supposed to come out on like this flagship, like like the flagship project of this new label, I see. and the label actually didn't really develop. So we kind of just fell into a rut of trying to figure out how to put music out. And then in between the time that church dropped and currently the game has changed so much as far as streaming mm. as opposed to like people going straight to blogs and just providing like a download link or something like that. So, in what way? Cause that, that, that's fast change. What, what, what have you seen? Um, just like, you know, everything is filtered through the streaming services. Now yeah. everything is about Spotify, Apple music. People don't really care about blogs. Like my shit could be on every blog and, like almost like anybody under the age of 25 wouldn't even know it was out. So they don't go to blogs anymore. They go right to Spotify, and, you know, that's how they kind of figure out what they want to listen to, what new artists they want to mess with. So I'm not going to lie. I kind of got left in the dust a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I was still sending my shit to, like, two dope boys, and that's no knock to two dope boys. Right. They're still relevant yeah. in the realm of online uh, uh, hip-hop websites. But, you know, as far as the way the music is. So, you know, we just kind of, like, tried to regroup you know for a minute i was going to put out figure eight through uh dirty science but you know just yeah. for like logistical and practical reasons we weren't able to work that out i'm going to be putting out some later projects with dirty science but oh, yeah. this one i'm just going to go ahead and put it out on my own with just me and my management so yeah so if all these changes going on how people are like listening to music and so forth does it feel like it's just more you have to put out more content or is it more 
you just need to do something more on the business side marketing purposes you you just have to be more open to to unconventional approaches mm. like um like 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 you'll hear a lot on like the social media like 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 different uh platforms people talking about how albums don't matter anymore mm-hmm. but for an artist like me i'm a, i'm a conceptual artist right. i can perform my projects as a collective project where each song serves as like it's like a a, a body if you remove an arm then yeah. the body is handicapped that's right. kind of how but i'm willing to adjust and i was talking to my management cuz i have basically in between figure 8 in the span of about four months, I'm going to be dropping three projects. I'm dropping one in December, which um, is kind of like a Christmas gift to the fans. And then I'm <laughs> dropping another Valentine's Day theme project in February. Wow, okay. And I was talking to him about maybe like, let's, let's maybe we should just put it out a song at a time. Mm-hmm. And then once every song is released on the streaming format, then we uh, put it out as a, as a full project, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think because I... People I, I, just... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll just laugh. Because people just like, these days... They'll take a project, listen to the first few songs, and then if you if you look at like on SoundCloud, the amount of clicks by the end of the project, it starts to decline. Right. You know, like people just don't mess with music the same way they used to. Like, <clears throat> crazy, yeah, yeah. I I noticed that too. Like those first few songs on anyone's like oh. album that's streaming, it has like oh. the most um the most uh, likes and, and and plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, really- yep. Oh no no go ahead go yeah ahead. so uh, let's let's talk about the mixtape figure eight decipher the title for us oh figure eight is is kind of a communication of like the greater concept that everything goes in a cycle mm. um, everything is, is continuous even after you die nothing ends everything is continual like the shape of a, of the number eight right. and also about black culture specifically and how we went from slavery which was a collective experience to the civil rights era, Black Panthers, the Black Power Movement, Black Liberation Movement, and then evolved into just unconventional street gangs. Mm. Still a, like a, a like an organized chaos kind oh, of I thing, see. you know? Mm-hmm. So a figure eight just represents how everything goes in a cycle, whether mm-hmm. it's Crips and Bloods or Black Panthers and, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Wow, that's dope. So you have, you have a song in there called Rage Against the Machine. symbolizes much of what has been happening over the past seven or eight years and the mere fact that he is in prison today signifies that the black liberation struggle rose to a new tide of resistance in 1967. The fact that Brother Michael has consented to come and make his first appearance after being hailed in the revolutionary capitals, the fact that Brother Rob Brown has been under preventative house arrest on the island of Manhattan and he himself is out here tonight to celebrate the birthday of Huey Newton. Let's give to the chairman of the Black Panther Party, Brother Steele, Minister of Information, and all these brothers that you see around here who have picked up the gun and said to the biggest cops in Oakland, no more For the black on black crime and biggest cops in our community. Ain't no unity till we find peace, combine pieces and become the one. Rage against the machine for the black on black crime and pickish cops in our community. Yeah, ain't no unity till we find peace, y'all. Y'all, check it. Check it, love us, yo, no justice, ain't no peace in, lie city, we khaki and caprice it, and once I get to going, ain't no ceasing, the rhyme and the reason for breathing is to achieve the sky, you could be fly, even beneath the 
sky. My atheism's man. My belief is God. My mental dream a new age. Hollow black is cracking, plus my brother seen in Luke Cage. Before you take that new form, the hotness of the street becomes a lukewarm. The oldest of the soul inside the newborn. I used to hang with 40, sit the 40. My brother was from 60, so that shifty life had niggas ducking police. I'm lucky that my soul, wrapped in God's enlightenment, all that talk is false enlightenment, throwing flame and tossing lightning, and I'm lighting one of them blitters. I don't want the block, I want a town, one of them cities, fuck the turf, give me the earth. My birth was one of them semis, kinda light, kinda dark, and you a part of causes like I gave you one of my kidneys, kick it with me for a second. Bestow Jehovah's blessing like them folks that Hovah's reppin'. The nation rock, Plymouth, every sentence that I drop be evolution. For folks who broken, stuck, don't know progression, got me stepping with my weapon cock. Scar the ones who lucky get to live and get the rest of God. Lighter on the dresser when I bless it's no one fresher. Coaches team, I scheme, I'm screaming, death to the oppressor. Took the seat, oh crooked letters to explain. Yo, 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 yo. Rage against the machine for the black on black crime and pinkish cops in our communities. Yeah. Ain't no unity till we find peace, combine pieces and become the one. Listen to me though. The totality adds up to the sun without the she, he, you and me. There can only be none, 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 none. We got to rage against yeah. the machine. We be the soil where seeds is planted to yeah. rise up and shoot the planet, Jack. Ain't no justice, ain't no peace of mind. Used to be elitist, now my leaders even leading lies. Used to pledge allegiance, now I plead to five. Cause all I see is bodies in these streets and they features as keen as mine. Another featured teen on the screen at five. They hit you with the facts and all that. Minus the reason why. Can't help but think behind the scenes, they probably winking eyes. You seem surprised, another shot before you blink an eye. So rest in peace until I meet the sky. I poke a hole inside the silver lining just to get a peek inside. For the time being, I could be on either side. Messiah saying, you ain't got to rally just to peep the signs. Pray and say, namaste, namaste, nah. I'ma stay up on this block where they got Glocks in case, just in case. Weighing odds, banking, they gon' drop the case. All in all, saying, singing, not today. We gotta, yeah. Yo, rage against the machine for the black on black crime and pickish cops in our communities. Ain't no unity till we find peace, combine pieces and become the one. Listen up. The totality adds up to the sun without the she, he, you, and me. There can only be none. We got to rage against the machine. We be the soil where seeds is planted to rise up and seize the planet, Jack. Yo, you got to fight the powers that be, my G. You got to resist. You can never retreat. You can never bow your head. We black kings and queens, you know what I mean? In order to elevate, first you got to educate. Rage against a machine for the poverty, my G. It's 2020, my nigga. So you gotta have 2020 vision, my nigga. No yeah. Rage against the machine. What's the message here? Uh, just rage against the conventional wisdom. Rage, rage against that uh, that that whole mind frame that as black males we're supposed to fall into a system of uh, you know play sports, gang bang, sell drugs, or just that whole patriarchal 
idea of how you're supposed to view masculinity and, and, and yourself as a black man and, mm-hmm. you know, black men are, are aggressive and athletic, but we don't value art. and We don't value monogamy or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just rage against all conventional wisdom, Yeah, you know, yeah. to, to deter- determine who you want to be in life. Yeah. What's interesting about that song is I actually have two versions. I sent you the wrong version. The official version is going to have uh, Choosy on it from Dirty Science. Oh, word. Okay. Well, this this, yeah. this version's still hot, man. <laughs> yeah. Got, got my boy Donnell Smoked on it. Yeah. Kind of like my mentor in this rap shit next Oh, yeah? Group. Okay. Yeah. But, but uh, Choosy murdered it. So I can't wait. I'm gonna sing, I'll sing you his once we get off the interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So so how how do you think uh we as black people you know will see like true justice and freedom I mean I know you don't have the exact answer but what what do you think Uh by realizing that the best way to change the system is to become involved in it as opposed to always standing on the outside talking mm-hmm. about how corrupt it is mm-hmm. If you want true change in your community you have to infiltrate the most you know uh, local localized version of your government you yeah, know right. go to town hall meetings Go out there and be heard, speak your truth, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a conservative, a liberal, doesn't really matter. You need to get out there and, and partake, participate. Too many people, oh, man, the system is rigged. Democrats, Republicans, man, I ain't fucking with that shit, bro. I don't do that, man. You know what I mean? Right, but yeah. then they, they complain when their taxes get raised. Right. Their, 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 you know, their, their social programs get cut or the funding to their public schools get, get cut. Mm-hmm. So you got to get involved. I, my, way, my way of being involved is speaking through the music. Right. Know? Even if it's through art, I mean, it's anything you can do, even if it's just on your Facebook page or your Snapchat or your Instagram, just speak out, you right. know? Yeah, you're right. We interviewed um, Carol Anderson. She, uh, she's a professor. She wrote this book called White Rage, and she was just showing throughout history, like, they would do anything uh, to stop us from, like, becoming part of the system, and they're still doing it. Uh, so if if... I think the best way is if whatever they're trying to keep from you, that's what you need to get. So yeah. they're trying to keep the vote from you. So go get that because that's, yeah. that's what they don't want you to have because they know that's, yeah. that's changing the system, you know? Exactly. Whatever that you see them taking significant steps to undermine, like the Voting Rights Act yeah. or just, you know, requiring ridiculous standards and able to be able to vote. Oh, you, you not only need a school ID, you, you go fight things like that. Right. Make it where all you need is a school ID. You shouldn't have to have a state-issued license and a school like you know if yeah. you go to school that should be enough right to show up to the polls or you know a bill or something like that yeah so, the you not... know but it's just getting engaged and it's yeah. understanding that the most important elections usually are not presidential elections they're True, midterm indeed. yeah you know it's, it's for senate it's for congress and that's the kind of shit that people neglect you know they vote in these elections like it's like a you know like a you know yeah. some kind of trendy thing you know every four years we all go out but people don't participate in the ones that come you know yeah on the off election years so. and I, i'm gonna tell you i i've been i've been horrible at that myself i realized how important they were first time obama was elected and then two years came and you know it was time to vote again and a lot of us didn't so then like the house and the senate were taken over by the republicans and then mm-hmm. it was hard for him to do anything i'm like ah so i'm like it's like it's literally every two years you really got to do something yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people focus on, you know, like, you know, health care and that kind of shit is important, but you really got to be paying attention to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Because those are lifelong appointments and that those kind of decisions can affect reproductive rights, voting rights, you know, yeah. the way money is spent in politics that really influences our politicians or whatever. So I just noticed, like, within hip hop, there's this real 
especially in the current day climate. It's just, uh, I see like Chance getting a lot of flack for the song he put out, the acoustic joint he dropped or whatever. And a lot of people, oh, that shit is soft. And like I saw Joe Budden go off on him about it or whatever. And I'm like, why would you be encouraging the nigga to step away from substantive substantive music? You know what I mean? Like, and that's no knock to Joe Budden. No. Yeah. One of my biggest uh, influences in the early 2000s was Joe Budden Mm because there was so much emotional depth. Mm-hmm. So I just thought when he came out in that interview, it was a, it was a stark example of just serious hypocrisy. Because right. like, dude, you built your catalog on in-depth music, with you know an emotional foundation, and you gonna get on this nigga head because he's doing the same thing. That oh, no. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I mean, um, I just if so, if a brother got something positive to say, if if musically you think the shit sounds corny, that's one thing. But don't never knock the substance of the message. Yeah. I'm never ever gonna stand behind that. No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, there's there's so much out there. Any kind of balance, any kind of message out there is well received to me because you know, just trying to get through the fog. Just just mm-hmm. just anything is is good to hear. You know what I mean? And it, it ain't no problem with street music. Ain't no, no problem, problem at all. Who, right. I, I'm not one of these like hip hop purists. Like, oh yeah. man, if you talking about that, no, no. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has their story to tell, but it can't all be the same story right. told the same way. Right. So when you knock a nigga because he tries to be unconventional or kind of come from a different approach, or this whole patriarchal view that hip-hop is all tough. Right. If you ain't got your chest stuck out talking about the streets, then <laughs> somehow your shit ain't authentic. Like, nah, man. Right. We don't remember Tupac for Hit Him Up. We remember Tupac for Dear Mama. That's right. You know, we remember Tupac for, for uh, Me Against the World and So Many Tears. That's right. what made him a legend. And we his interviews. Tupac. And his interviews, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we love Biggie for, for Big Papa and shit like that, but we remember everyday struggles. Right. We remember you know, you know, machine gun funk and yeah. missing you and sky's the limit and shit like shit like that. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah. <clears throat> I think the thing, like you said, you're bar- you're big on w- w- when it comes to creating an album. You like to have a concept, and I love the little skits you have flowing through this. Like, I think it's part of Rage Against the Machine. You you have like the opening and ending skits. I think it's a in relation to Huey P. Newton, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That th- those. I'm glad you put those on there. That was good. I think the first skit. Was him? They were protesting to get him out of jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a rally to free yeah. Huey right. in Oakland, you know. And I felt like if you notice through the album, it progresses from Black Panther, and all of a sudden it turns into gang members. Yeah. And then by the end of the album, it's Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That represents the eight. It nice, goes in a man. cycle. Yeah. From or- organized to disorganized, back to organized. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Lord, do. Devil, devil slip, demons bow, keep the stab, monsters ball, Lord you fall, even God be dripping on the turf. Yes, and angels with that halo, let that can't go put in work. Screaming, Lord you fall, stepping on the life in many slips. Said that you've been flawed, you may holy lips and please and grips. You may black and stone, you may pyro hieroglyphic scripts. I'm just saying, Lord, if these humans scratching you the itch, call it blasphemous. Surfing's blast for you, them stones is pissed. When his body gone, his body starting falling, souls get lit. Trace ellipses on this week, it's on his cheek, the bros is kissed. Homie, grab a gun, this is Adam Gamora, beating the Torah, packing the Quran. Told you this is battle, this is Babylon. I speak to God, cause 
cause humans worthless. He claiming that he gangster, but that police made that gangster get his tattle on. Shadows fight with shadows down on Avalon. Hackers hit your mainframe, do your apple harm, cause Lord you fall. Lord you fall, devil slip. Demons blab. He just stab. Monsters ball. Lord you fall. Even God be tripping on the turf. Yes, them angels with that halo, let that K go put in work. Triple sixes turn the scriptures, roll the switcher, blow the earth. God below, devil above, but this life is hell on earth. Seen it, Lord, too far. BGs put graffitis on the wall. Blessing the curse, rapping the turf, blood in the love, ripping the dog. Monsters battle, demons get my chips, packing mini clips. Sun do rise and sky in mini clips. I need plenty weed, double up that 10, that's 20 splits. Ask my nigga Blue, ask that nigga, do I did that shit? No one calls the force. Jedi with my head, high guards of war. No mobs that rob the rich, defeat the poor, defeat the storm. Cause that sun do shine. One time get the middle of the hand. It's like the middle of Iran with sunny she out no slipper. That's a contradict. Lots of contraband with lots of clips. 40 water, selling, selling, be legit to apocalypse. Till my pockets rich. I predict like prophet prophecies. I mean prophesize. I mean proper hit you with that chopper screaming. Devil slip. Demons bad. Tripping on the turf, yes, them angels with that halo, let that cake go put in work. Triple sixes turn the scriptures, roll the switch to blow the earth. God below, devil above, but this life is hell on earth. Seen it, Lord, too far. BGs for graffitis on the wall. Blessing the curse, repping the turf, letting the low, ripping the dog. In this monster's ball, devil slip, demons bow, he the stab, Lord, too far. A man whose name became synonymous with black militancy in the 1960s was shot to death early this morning in Oakland, California. Huey Newton, a co-founder of the Black Panther Party, had been shot several times. He was 47. Here's ABC's Brian Rooney. Newton's body was found before dawn in a pool of blood on a West Oakland sidewalk. Police said he had three bullet wounds in the head. Newton's wife's car was parked and locked just 30 feet away. The former radical died miles from his own home in a troubled neighborhood where drug deals and gunshots are common. He was a hero figure in our eyes, you know, some, something to look up to. And it's just, like I said, sad that he was reduced to being slain in the streets of West Oakland. Before we get to the show, I just want to say thank you for all of you out there who are supporting the show by clicking on the links and purchasing the music or the books. We appreciate you very much. And for all those who haven't and are thinking about supporting us, just go inside the show notes of each episode and click on the links to the songs or the books, and it'll take you right to where you can purchase it. And it's a win-win because you support the guests of the show, um, and we get a small commission, which then goes toward to the operations of the show. So again, for all you who have supported us, thank you so much. And for all those who are thinking about supporting us, we appreciate you as well. All right. Peace. We just played the song Monsters Ball. Why did you name it Monsters Ball? Just this. Oh, I've always been a fan, a fan of the film. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just the, the whole like uh, metaphor of it almost being like fighting monsters in, in the urban community. Oh, I you see. Know, the monster of of police brutality, the monster of gang activity and drug dealing and all that kind of stuff. Like it turns into a big, like a, you know, a, a orchestra of chaos mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that's kind of what the, what the concept represented, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, 
even the angels put in work kind of thing <laughs> yeah. on the song when I was talking about even even the, even the good niggas packing yeah. guns. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because all the devils got them. So, right. You know. Yeah. I, I love when you do songs like that, man. <laughs> it's I, dope. I just like to communicate my music that, yeah. you know, even though I got a positive message, like, I'm not one of them dudes that won't back you back you down if I have to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, you, you try and put your hands on me and mine. And I'm right. Gonna be talking about peace, brother. Back, you know. Exactly. Back you down with force. So exactly. It's, you know, just an understanding that we're all. I mean, like I had a neighbor killed down the street, my little homie, a few days ago or whatever. Oh, and um, it's just this whole experience of being a black male and and always having to feel like you have to be on guard for your very existence know. you know what i mean yeah. like whether it's against your own people or, or law enforcement mm-hmm. you know it's just so stressful to be black in america you know yeah and, and you had the skit at the end with huey p and you know his murder or assassination however you see it and you know that's the thing how big he was in the community just to the, his life to end that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's, just, it's just it's just ridiculous and on some random street shit, on some random like, yeah. Killed by the man, he was, it's just like so, such a parallel to what happened to, Ma- to Malcolm. You right. know, it's like it's just the perverse irony that you fight against this, and then you end up, and it's that is so true. Like you know, I get out there and I talk all of this black empowerment shit, and we need to, you know, change how white America views us through the music and just in the greater, you know, landscape of culture in general. And then we turn around, and my my greatest chance of being killed is not by a police officer, mm-hmm. it's by another black man. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Unfortunately. But the, the the whole thing about that, I, I, I try to tell people, is, like, when law enforcement is killing us and then they say, well, you're killing yourselves, I'm like, dude, one is people's lifestyle and what's going on. The other is someone's job. <laughs> like, what is your mm-hmm. job description? Your job description isn't to kill me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you you know, yes, I know we need to work on what's going on in our communities, but what's going on in our communities doesn't justify you not doing your job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I hate it's when a def- it's a deflection tactic, right? Especially when you look at statistically, it might not be at the same rate, but the black, white on white crime is just as prevalent. Right. You know, if you're a white man, you're most likely to be killed by another white. That's man. right. Yeah. So it's a deflection, you know. And a police officer's job is to, you know, reinforce protection and safety. Right. Where if two 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 criminals shoot each other, it's a totally different conversation as opposed to law enforcement. Right you know, you know, yeah. resorting to those sort of tactics. And it's just, if you analyze compared to other Western countries, mm-hmm. the rate that the law enforcement kills people, the rate, the rate of gun violence, we have more gun violence in this country. We have 85% of the gun violence, which is more than all of the other Western nations combined. Damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely a cultural thing, but it ain't a black culture right. thing. It's an American culture thing. Right, so. right. And as I was listening to the song Monster Ball and I heard that skit with Huey P, um, it, it just made me think of, like, the ways, you know, our revolutionaries were killed by our government. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. unforgivable and deplorable. And it just made me think, like, like how, how do you feel about, like, the, the Black Lives Matter movement and other uh, progressive black movements that are faceless, that don't have a prominent leader? What you think about that strategy? I, 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 I like it because it, it, it allows, you know, the media likes to take one figurehead, yeah. kind of focus on it. 
you notice they're they're dying to make the Ray McCats in the league. Oh, I know. <laughs> and he has to keep backing them down. Like yeah. he got the little his little vest thing. He yeah. Does like nah, take that target vest. off me, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, they see the vest, they're like, he must be the leader. He's got a distinct <laughs> style. He's got a distinct voice. Yeah. That's the leader. And every time he comes on, he makes it a point to be like, no, no, I'm a participant. <laughs> That's I'm a right. member. Yeah. I was welcomed into this. Mm-hmm. I didn't start this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I like that though because it keeps him. From being able to focus in on one thing, demonize it, right. start a propaganda movement against it. They're dying to find something oh, they to so, yeah. classify it as, a, mm-hmm. as a terrorist organization. Yeah, they actually are um, trying to do it. The CIA, they, they, some documents came out. They're trying to call them black identity extremists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Whole, I mean, who thought that the whole please stop killing us message would be so provocative right. to, the, to, the, to the white power structure? Like, Crazy. oh, please stop killing us. Like, oh, these motherfuckers are <laughs> right. killing them. Why? You know, they just said, they're like, Colin Kaepernick took a knee. <laughs> like, it's outrageous. So what if the motherfucker just killed him, uh, 30 motherfuckers in the church with a semi-automatic exactly. handgun enhanced to be an automatic motherfucking rifle? We ain't worried about that. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick took a knee. That damn we knee. We got to fight. You know, like, it's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I know. The fear of the black person and the fear of black flesh and black identity in this country is just downright frightening, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. It is really, really crazy. I, I just don't get it at all, man. Yeah. So um, you have a song in there called Sun Up to Sun Down. Break down this song for us. Lottie dottie, we like to party. We don't cause trouble. Determination, I need to burn in hatred. So me versus myself to turn to mass extermination. Mass incarceration, trees for pollination. Man is colonizing, left the blacks without a nation. They freed themselves from Britain and they made our free from Britain. You call it American made, I call they ways of contradiction. Jesus was an activist, I think he was a panther. But you ask these fucking fascists, they think Jesus was a capitalist. No time for contemplation, just war to heal the nation. Red Coast killed the whites, the whites, the reds on reservations. Cause death's an endless cycle. Your holy books are soulless You talking all that Jesus But ain't never read the Bible So you pray to false societal I've been tossed a rifle I carry the stripe the pain The height of the pain As tall as Eiffel Tower I see my idol Look at me and see my rival So that mind over matter To turn the matters of survival They sing La-dee-da-dee We like to party We don't cause trouble We don't bother nobody Just carry the shoddy Put some hoes up in your body If you want some Then get gunned down Sun up to sundown In the nation of liberty You know information is liberty and if you ain't knowing me you niggas die prolifically empathy is apathy when feeling becomes the numbness my skin same color as hummus my people still the hunted just the free days old we sniff the coke and getting blunted pop that molly shoot that hair on just cause hair was nappy the madness never happy these niggas about that pap pap i'm fighting for our freedom while you niggas drop that trap rap you probably think it's backpack you probably think it's emo yo evil i don't see no for blackness and latino caucasian brothers welcome but respect you got to give it it's we're recognizing that you got a certain privilege They sing Lottie Dottie We like to party We don't cause trouble We don't bother nobody Just carry the shoddy Put some hoes up in your body If you want some Then get gunned down Sun up to sundown Lottie Dottie We like to party We don't cause trouble We don't bother nobody Just carry the shoddy Put some hoes up in your body If you want some Then get gunned down Tell all them niggas Come on Was a fact just like you hang with your brother every day, you know what I'm saying? These your party you went to school with from kindergarten all the way up. You these, you know what I'm saying? Though they're just like their family, you might be closer than them years to some of your real family. 
Because when you get involved like that, man, it's just like one hole, man. You, you know what I'm saying? I got your back, you got mine. Uh, that, that was my, like, let me just come at them with a little bit of aggression. Mm. You know, that, like, you know, I kind of flipped it on Lottie Dottie. We like the potty. You know, like, you know, flipping it like, yo, this shit ain't no game out here. Like, mm. these niggas, like, that's why I put that thing where he was like, these niggas got military guns now, man. Right. Like, in these streets, these handguns, the nines, and the tray eights, and all that, that's not impressive anymore. Niggas <laughs> got AKs. Yeah. They got, they got, they got tech nines. Yeah. They, got, they got shit I can't even name. Mm. You know, much less hold and shoot competently. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy out here, and it really makes me think about Chicago. It makes me think about, you know, certain parts of D.C. and Philly yeah. and, and, and Watts and, you know, certain parts of Georgia and just mm-hmm. every urban community. And just the, it, it kind of harkens back to the Second Amendment, all of that, like this obsession with guns and that, yeah. like, man. You know, they're carrying military weapons out here. Like, the shit that's going on in Chicago when these kids are getting shot, they're yeah. getting shot with high-powered rifles by other kids. Right. It's you just know, crazy. So. Like, how did those get there? <laughs> like, how And did just, those... <laughs> you know, in the beginning of the song, I kind of touch on how racism played a part in this and how, you know, they stole the land from the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. They stole us from our land, forced us to come over here. Right. They flooded our communities with cracks and with, with drugs, you know, which put us at a – economic and, and social and, and um, intellectual disadvantage through generations mm-hmm. and then bred these street gangs, you know, so. Yeah. I don't think people really understand that. Like, if you really look at the history and every time we try to come up to better ourselves, there's always some kind of infiltration. And then mm-hmm, people always mm-hmm. want to say, what's the matter with y'all? What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. do you realize what's going on? Like, it's always like, 20, 30, 40 years later, the documents come out about what the hell they were doing, what mm-hmm. the government was doing to us. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's going to look like 20, 30 years from now when we talk about today. Like they, They're going to talk about how these police departments have employed this whole stand back and let them kill each other tactic. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that inflates the, 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 uh, the, uh, the statistics, the negative statistics, statistics against our community, which reinforce the negative policies that they want to implement, like stop and frisk and mm-hmm. all of these kind of ridiculous drug laws and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Where, you know, if these were white communities under this kind of duress, shit. <laughs> there would be no, they would move in, they'd exactly. put a foot on that shit mm-hmm. in, a, in a productive sort of way. They would right. be out there killing black, killing white youth. Exactly. Trying to, you know, so. Yes. You know, but I don't want to sound like I'm demonizing because there's so many great white people. Oh, yeah. Who, who are advocates for, you know, social justice, especially like progressives like Tom Hartman and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people like Jank Ugar and, and Randy Rhodes. And, you know, there's just so many different, you know, so I don't want to sound like I'm on some like militant anti. Yeah. You know, I'm not anti anything. I'm pro everyone. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I think um, a dope line you had in that song was Jesus was an activist. I think he was a panther. But you ask these fucking fascists, they think Jesus was a capitalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like Jesus would have been like a, like a centrist Republican. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus would have fell in line with like Paul. He would have been like, you know what? I think I'm rolling with Mitch McConnell and Jesus would have, if Jesus would have been anything, he would have been a far left. But he would have been rolling with Bernie. And That's right. Like, oh, yeah, we got to get money out of politics. <laughs> I, I feel like if Jesus came back, he would come back as Ryder Jesus. Like he bring Tupac with him. Tupac would be his backup, and he'd be flipping tables again. Like you, That's right. Taking knees <laughs> and everything. That's right. <laughs> you perverted my word. Like, people like Paul Ryan and Roy Moore and these kind of. Per- 
perverse people who take the message and just use it, you know, mm-hmm. as charlatans. So, yeah. You know. No, I thought that line was so deep because what came to mind to me was just like Christianity. I'm just talking about Christianity because that's what we're dominated in the in, in, in this Western civilization. How that's been like like perverted, right, to justify killing others for like their resources and and, mm-hmm. geo, and geopolitics. Like for example, mm-hmm. just just the phrase "God bless America." Like for real. What about everybody else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, what about the agnostics and the atheists <laughs> or other countries? Know, or, like, or, or, or what about people like uh, who who have a religion but it's not centralized to like a deity, like a specific deity? Like, um, think like is it the Buddhists? I think they don't have like a specific deity that mm. they pray to per se. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, you know, or even these whole concepts of like being pro life until the baby's born, and it's like fuck you, you can't. <laughs> government has no assistance like, right, right. we'll force you to have the kid but once you do that's right you, you're, on, you're on your own bro crazy right. yeah. and um, only pro-life until the life is alive until the life's alive that's right <laughs> <laughs> the, um there's another line i'd like you to break down on that song you said empathy is apathy when feeling becomes the numbest yeah you know like uh that's more in relevance to our own people. Mm. Like when we, when like coming up in the hood, like when I was coming up around these gang members or whatever, the more aggressive, the more violent, the more heartless, the more detached you were, the more your friends would view that as evolution. Yeah, be like, mm. man, cub, really coming on, cub. That mm. nigga getting on with it now, my nigga. He mm. with that shit. Mm. The more like you become, I don't care. You know, so empathy becomes apathy when feelings become the numbest. My skin the same color as hummus. You know what I mean? Like when 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 you when you like I think more brothers need to be open to to vulnerability and mm. sensitivity and romance and mm. the kind of things that they try to beat out of you. They mentally condition you like everybody remembers the thug life version of Tupac, but they don't remember the can you get away version of Tupac. Oh yeah. Or the Brenda's got a baby like you have to have a balance. You have to be open to feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, like when I put out the birds and the bees in February, I call it a simp tape. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas, wow, this nigga simping. <laughs> Hip hop don't have enough romance. Yeah, like, that's why Drake is so revered by oh yeah such a wide um, demographic of people because he he embraces romance mm-hmm. and emotions. And how many people? can listen to a lot of Drake song and be like, man, I remember doing that with my chick too. Exactly. You know? yeah. Drake's like, I wanted to call her, but I left a message. You know, like, everybody can remember that shit. Like, right. I remember when I was on my bitch's voice. I was, <laughs> right. I was, I'm sorry, not my bitch, my woman's voice now. You know, so. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, because everybody understands love. You know what I mean? But not everybody understands the other at the same time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I just, I, I just don't, understand why people don't like even with so many black people being christian like people don't understand that a lot of what you feel and believe is just a social construct it's not genetically like a part of who you are it's something that was bred into you like Mm. the way you think you're supposed to be that's why gender is an illusion like you don't it's not that just because you're a woman doesn't necessarily mean you you're supposed to be feminine and just because you're a man doesn't necessarily mean you're supposed to be masculine it depends on who you are you know yeah no, that's a good point because I, I can't really name the different the cultures around the world, but there's cultures where the the, the female is the dominant role, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and in those cultures, the female might have all the um, uh, one female can have multiple men, and there's nothing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in regards to that. And and like you said, I, I think 
there's a lot of people that are starting to become, when it comes to their sexuality, it's, it's starting to become really gray. And I think that's always been there. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. that with religion, that's why in, in, when you read the books, they have these certain things when they talk about sexuality. You can't do this. You can't do that because that was always there. And before, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this is some new stuff. This has been there. It's just trying to come back out again, I think. Yeah, yeah. You look at certain societies where the different, like the Roman, the Roman society, bisexuality wasn't frowned upon. It was just, you know, it was more of the norm. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was just, you know, I'm a heterosexual male. That just happens to be what I am, mm-hmm. you know. But like I noticed in hip hop, we seem to be so far behind. Like, there's mostly, you know, maybe not country music. They they seem to be a little behind the, the <laughs> times too. But that's funny because <laughs> country music tends to be primarily conservative white. Hip-hop tends to be primarily, you know, more centrist to far-left progressive Democrat kind of uh, ideology. Yeah. But we both have one thing in common, which is homophobia. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, why are there no prominent gay rappers? Why, why does everybody care who their favorite artist fucks? Right. I don't get yeah, I don't. I don't if dude got bars, he got bars. I don't care if he goes home to a man or he goes home to a woman. Right. If he could blaze your ass, he could blaze your ass. Right. It don't matter. You know what? I think that might be the problem. I think that's it. If you think you're so hard and tough and then you're homophobic and you get, like, destroyed by someone who's, um, you know, uh, homosexual, I think that's really going to hurt their ego. You know what I mean? I yeah, think- <laughs> yeah. And it's just crazy. Cause it's crazy. Going the streets, there's so many of these gangsters out here on the down low. Oh, yeah. It shows you that masculinity and sexuality are not necessarily not one necessarily. and the same. Yeah. You, you know s- what I mean? You've seen The Wire, right? Yeah, 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 like Omar, straight up. That's yeah. like <laughs> there's a gang of Omars out yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just people just conform to who they are told to be instead of who they really want to be. Like if, if being tough and masculine is really who you want to be, then all means be that. Mm-hmm. But don't be that because you feel an obligation to it. You know, right. there's so many times I hear people, oh, this nigga shit is emo. I don't care what you think, bro. <laughs> I make music to speak my own truth, not right. yours. If you don't want to make emo shit, then go make the hardest hardcore rap album ever. Right. You know, but I, I just take it back to uh, what Joe Budden was saying about Chance. And I just, I was just like, this is unbelievable. Cause mm-hmm. like, like you built your career on introspective, like emotionally based music. And then you're going to turn like, that. you're not a hardcore rapper, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I know if I was more of a prominent rapper, Joe Budden would probably have an issue with me saying this, but you know. <laughs> It, it is what it is, you know. I just been, I, you know, I, I'll call out hypocrisy anywhere I see it. Right. Know, so. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm glad that you are able to em- embrace your emotions because I think that just allows for more subject matter. That allows for you to touch your your audience more. I mean, you you know what I mean? Like what you feel, and if you express it, I guarantee there's other people on this planet that feel that same way. So. Mm-hmm. I think we need to start doing that, man, because I, I mean, think with the yeah. hip hop, we need to get to a place where we can speak our minds without everybody showing up to everybody else's shows with their crews and their homies trying to beat niggas up yeah. for having a point of view. Right. It'd be one thing if I was like, fuck this nigga. Blah, blah, blah. OK, that's the reason to interpret it as disrespect. Well, all I'm doing is disagreeing with his perspective mm-hmm. and speaking on a difference in opinion. I'm not disrespecting him as a person or as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's a difference. But I just feel like in hip hop. Like we 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 push our shit by fear. It's like, yeah. oh, don't say nothing because we 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 roll with so and so, and they might come to your show and they might do this. And right. Like I don't really govern what I do or don't do based on fear. I don't, you know, if mm-hmm. I feel a certain way about something, I'm gonna speak on it without 
worries of repri- reprisal. Mm-hmm. I think it's just sad that in this genre, we can't just have conversations. Like, yeah. I don't think it's cool for one artist to be shitting on another artist's project. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't think that's right. If, if a certain artist drops an album, I can understand why he would feel a certain way if Cassius King is like, well, I don't think his album was this. And, you know, I get that. But if I have an opinion about something, and I happen to say someone's name, it shouldn't automatically result in so-and-so making a diss record about <laughs> You know, yeah. like, motherfuckers act like children in hip-hop. They feel and, pressured. And violent children with guns. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> the most immature seven-year-old that happens to have a nine millimeter. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is yeah. scary, bro. <laughs> so. All right. Can y'all men get this cream, but it ain't just about possessions. It's about possession of your soul and who takes hold of you. That's real. Um, I see these suckers trying to copy real, real. Trying to mimic our identities These mini needs is minuscule Y'all be on that Molly Peel I be on that Bobby Seal I be on that Black Cobain Federalities came to flood the urban blocks With crack cocaine Inherit, inherited this madness While we act insane Y'all mean the cash team We supply your favorite jam We the fly to bleak the sky The new Eli and Abraham Performing on the building shots Check the rhyme and scatters All the pigeon blocks Till the sky's dark And then the tempest drop I've been nice at this Since pistol popping Nigga not When we used to dip from cops With less the risk of getting shot Or maybe not It only takes the right place the wrong sign. I heard we enter heaven through the back and it's a long line. What would I be without this strong mind? Less thinking. The seed of Abraham in the back of a stretched link. Look, Four scores from 30 years ago with King of Bone. Two minds combined to inhabit one throne. Two perspectives that form the connective to make one king. Two realities connected that make one dream. Two houses combined. Let's get this cream. Cash be the king. Y'all mean be the king. Supreme be the theme. Reign supreme. Y'all mean king. Y'all mean. Y'all mean. Yeah. My mob attack, the line of scrimmage get demolished, watch the walls collapse. Pigmentation trace my roots back to ancient tombs, buried in Egypt so my features tell you God is black. Man, reflect the Lord, need more guns, next to swords. If a nigga try to test the forces, blue sky, turn the stormtrooper to a Luke sky. Walker be the author, King Arthur and Salancelot, we do shine. Blink third eye to throw the deuce on. Tech nine in my tech rider, I'll make you snatch the AUX wire from your Uber X driver. Ball swing lower since the ball was set higher. We need more smoke, but that no me no less fire more dope yes i approach this like a lady friend hella stand up but let you down when she take it in high enough fish me like king rest y'all mean fuck you mean pupil of the third eyes temple of the unseen influenced by the ruins of the crumbled minds our third sight optic like a hundred eyes he rocked the working class i rule the king to fly we slam the gavel tabernacle when the team combined created dynasty we robbing on the rhyme it's free this rain to drain the seven seas these two guys with destiny this deuce might combine me I be dropping the pure, wrapping the vein, back in the brain, back with the thing, stacking the flame, lava, like my mama be outside of Shakur, chasing fame, never my heat go low, levels deep, they warm with that metal before they settle the beef, cock and aim, accurate perception like the son of God, conception was immaculate, King Yamin, smack your lips, for talking foul, never target out, I'm coming back with clips, you actors, I'm an activist, raise hot, black as fist, King Yamin, my brother catch a sting like a bee, still blood of fire like a butterfly, like I leave. And I'm yelling, fight for us, cause I know he'll fight for me. Even when it's great disguised, then the ones we like to see, we like the tree. Buddha bless, call blue for part two, the crew is fresh. Here at East Point, back to the West, both sides black. Any color that you banging on, imagine that shit becoming everybody's favorite song. Nah. 
the game is con. You know the game is con. You hear the banging drums, the cold, the dark, the flame of dawn. The sun rising in the west and setting the south. Get this money, winning debt, and pussy wet in the drought. Yeah, I mean, be the sparrow, cash king, be the arrow, aiming straight at your cream. This hustler's theme, you know the flow is full of gold. You know your folks is full of steam. Jeff, John, Troy, John, Blue, Brown, King, y'all mean, nah, me. We just played the song King Yamin. You and Yamin Somali are like a dynamic duo. I mean, and the name is perfect. Cash is King and, and Yamin Somali, King Yamin. Is there any like future collabo album with you guys? Um, yeah, just for, uh, you know, it's pronounced Yamin. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, used to, yes. I used to call him Yamin. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, just right now we just kind of doing our own thing or whatever. He He's, uh, kind of just concentrating on his brand or whatever. I'm concentrating on mine. But at some point in the future, we could come together. We were talking about doing a King Yamin EP. Yeah, that'd be dope. Or whatever. You yeah. know, but right now, I'm really trying to hook up with my brother Blue. Okay, yeah. Um, on, on like a short EP or something. But yeah, and I was trying to start like a little, little like a loose association with me, Blue, and Yamin called The Roundtable. Mm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what the future brings. Right now I have, um, after Figure 8, I have five other unreleased projects all completed. Wow. So I'm really going to work on building my brand yeah. before I double back and try to work with somebody else. Because it's just so hard today. Like if me and Yamin were to come together, um, the brand recognition today is so hard to, you know, uh, you exactly. put music out and you got to build your brand first because if not, then it's really no point. You know? Exactly. That is that you're so that you're so right. I think that is like, there's a lot of people that are prominent today just because of their branding. Their music to me mm-hmm. might not be tight, but it's the way they brand themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like the new thing. It's crazy. I, I gotta admit that's hard for me. My, my Instagram only got eight hundred and fifty followers, man. Well, hey, man, you know, like I'm, I'm looking at my Instagram last night, straight embarrassed. You know, like <laughs> it's hard, man, because I know my music is good, but it takes so much more, and and it should, because this is entertainment. Yeah, you know, it's not just about being one thing, but right. it's hard because, and it's not hard because there's so many bad artists. It's hard because there's so many talented artists. Right. Right. So many people can rap and sing and dance and act, and it's just hard to get noticed amongst a sea of talented people. Yeah, you know? I'll say one thing about your audience is that your audience is engaged. I mean, there's some some people who have like I don't know hundreds of thousands of followers, but they're not really engaged. Those people. It seems like your fans are really with you, which is I think matters most at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these uh these thirty science fans are really the shit, man. Yeah. Like, because you know we we're one of the last refuges of uh. Well, I don't want to say that because I don't think all substance necessarily has to be positive. I think mm-hmm. some of this street shit is like Mozzie, man. Mozzie from Sacktown, man. Yeah. Like I fuck with his shit daily. Mm-hmm. You know, he on that he on some street shit, mm-hmm. but I consider his shit substantive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just a different kind of substance. So I don't want to sound like one of right. these niggas that's like, if you ain't on some fight the power shit. Nah, yeah. But you know, DS is one of the last like we some we we all kind of like conscious but not corny hip hop shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the fans really appreciate. I mean, they showed us a lot of love on this West Coast tour we just had. Oh, word. Good. Send my respect out to the whole Northern California. It was a fantastic experience. I mean, I can't even name a city, man. They was 
they showed us so much love, like in, in places you wouldn't expect, like Eugene, Oregon, you know, wow. I mean? like yeah. they really showed out, you know, we had a good time, but we had a good time on every stop, man. Portland was dope. Seattle was the shit. Seattle was really turned, like, it was, you know, wow. so, how, how, how does that look? How does that look? But when 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 you are performing, how does that? How does the audience engage in you? What makes you say this was like, this was a good a good show? Just just feeling like the people are connecting to what you're what you're rhyming about and what you're saying. Like when I, we were doing the thing, that's when that whole DACA thing had first broke. Mm, yeah, and a lot of people were hurting, man, and a lot of people were were nervous and worried. And I had fans come up to me like, man, you got to speak on that DACA shit, bro. Mm. When you get on stage, just say something about it. You know what I mean? And to just see the appreciation of like, you know, or like little things when I'm doing songs like Black Liberation Theology and I yeah. just sort of let the crowd know that this ain't just for black people. Right. I don't want white people in the crowd or my Latino people or my Asian people or my Middle Eastern people to feel alienated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is for y'all too. You know, this is about in- in- inclusiveness, not not excluding. Right. So it's just always a great feeling when, you know, because me personally... I'm a I'm an awkward dude. As soon as I get off the stage, I'm a weirdo. Anybody? <laughs> but when I'm In what way? Stage, what do you mean? The, oh man, my, because my whole crew is full of the, just the, the, the killers, the ladies, <laughs> just the killers, the young killers. Like they just got that. Like they just socially like um. I'm an introvert. You I know see what you're I mean? saying. Yeah, yeah. So when you know, I just get off the stage. And I'm like, I don't know, man. And I go stand in the corner like I'm <laughs> like I got problems. <laughs> you looking at me weird. <laughs> but on stage, it's just great to like, oh, this is where I belong. Yeah. When I get on stage. I'm 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 normal. You yeah. know what I mean? So, are you like so, are you like exhausted like mentally after you perform? No, not mentally, but uh-huh. I'm a sweater. Uh-huh. That's another thing. <laughs> Nigga never sweat, man. <laughs> What's up with King Choosy, bro? He don't drop a drop of sweat. This is the coolest dude on the planet. First, he holds the mic like an OG. He got this, like, special way he holds the mic. <laughs> and, and him, Blue, Joha, they don't really sweat, bro. <laughs> I come off a stage covered. And then you know how sweat is when it dries. Oh, and yeah. The dust starts and then you're a little pump. You know, like, so mentally I'm good, but, like, physically I'm a sweater. Like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just brought that up because I I know it's um, introverts when they're out there they put it all out there, but after that they gotta go somewhere and just like yeah. for them to recharge they gotta go in a corner or leave or something. <laughs> the fans always be like, "Come, where are you going? Go!" I'm done. They be like dog into the car and just trying to get out there. The homies like to hang out, go to after parties, and they see me trying to make the great escape and shit. Like, I've been caught many times by the crew. Like Blue will be like, "Yo, where are you going? I see you trying to sneak away, bro. Don't do it, bro. Don't do it." Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I like how you you, you talked about uh, Black uh, Liberation Theology and how you want that to be inclusive because I, I truly believe that. Uh, you know, although we we talk about Black issues and Black history doesn't mean that we're just talking to black people i mean we're trying to let you know that <laughs> that this history is your history too you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and, mm-hmm. and if you learn this that will help us come together much better mm-hmm. right and you had you had a line in in, in, in king yaming um just i just kind of want you to break down you said uh uh pigmentation traced my roots back to ancient tombs buried in Egypt, so my features tell you God is black. Yeah, talk, talk about that. Yeah, it was more like kind of like tongue and like it wasn't necessarily meant to be taken literally, but just that like this whole cleansing of 
I mean, it's this revisionist history that's got you thinking that God had, I mean, that Jesus Christ had these this straight hair. Oh, I see. You know, if anything, he would have more ethnic features. Mm-hmm. He, he is a descendant of Africa. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, we're all descendants of Africa. So right. my features would tell you that the original man uh, was, a, was a person of color. Because even white people are people of color. We all descend from, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know why? Because there is no such thing as people of color. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. it's all a society. It's all a, so there. There were times in history where, where like, if you look at the well, back in in certain parts of like ancient history, the race wasn't even acknowledged. Like, like if you look at like uh, Aristotle, they didn't talk about race like no. that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that that was more what I meant. It wasn't necessarily saying God is black and you know all yeah. these white devils. We, we oh yeah, no. You know, like, no, no, no. Like, it wasn't one of those extra militant type things. Right. That you know. Well, I I think I think what that line was telling because there's significance behind that. Like, if you really study the ancient the ancient religions, and like you said, you refer to Socrates and everybody, they even said it themselves. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't how it is today. Where if you think look at a black person, you know, we've been taught that there's evil behind that. You know what I mean? When back then, when they looked at a black person, they didn't see that. They knew yeah, that a lot yeah. of what they have been taught came from the the Africa and Egypt and so forth. They say it all the mm-hmm. time, you know? And I think that line is telling because if people start to really understand that, that image that you see of Jesus that's been placed by Western man is false. If you start to change mm-hmm. that, you start changing subconsciously what you see, then it might help you change how you see us subconsciously when we're walking mm-hmm. down the street. You know what I'm saying? It, that's how powerful that is. So... Yeah, the little little things that play on the psyche, like how if you shade something darker, that's supposed to be equated with evil. And, exactly. And, and, you know, so how does that affect my dark skinned sisters? You right. know, like you notice, like the most hostility that's exhibited, it tends to be exhibited towards the black woman. Look at what they did with Frederica Wilson. Mm-hmm. The, the disrespect displayed. She's an empty barrel. She spent her whole life mm-hmm. immersed in black communities, trying to help young black males have a get a foot in the door right. you know so to call her but it's just this hostility and this 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 anger that is displayed towards blackness you know um even the word black you know, know. as opposed to the word white white is associated with purity black yeah. is associated with you know so yeah it's yeah. just this whole like um this understanding that you know like because I, I always say like we're the one we're the one group that does not really have an ethnicity you know mm. like you can be latin but your ethnicity is cuban or right. you know argentinian or any any variation where black people what is our ethnicity That's i don't right. know if we i'm know. from right. nigeria i don't know if i'm from ethiopia i don't know where i'm you know so it, it's just uh so we're forced to stand behind this kind of just like generalized yeah. category of blackness whatever yeah. that's supposed to mean yeah. then you like i just saw wendy williams got mad at um i forget what it what who it was but um, they were like, I'm, I, somebody was like, I'm African American, and Wendy Williams was like, Why are you calling yourself African American? You black. What does that mean? <laughs> right. First of all, they're synonymous. It's right. not like one is the distinction from the other. Right. But it's like, what does it mean? You're not African American. You're black. You descend from Africa. There's right. No way to get around that. You don't descend from so, a crayon, yeah. man. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a sense, we're all fucking African American. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Been jamming on the track. Cash us on the 
on the wax, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, ancient spaceships Wish I had a couple of burning torches to replace slips Today slips from my grip, got me falling in today's mist All I see is all I know, and all I know is blank scripts With no lines, it's cold skies, covering lost oculus To do all I wanna do, I need life, four lives Plenty chips, but no price for life My favorite sight's a pretty chick on a lowrider bike, riding high The world's with us apart, dividing eye Like the twists and the turns and the twirls And just the heart left, the heart left Darkest demons into my heart when I'm flipping on the things and the people that make me upset. Yeah, fourth quarter, pray for an upset. My management is more Michael Jordan than a cup check. Not Jeff, my dude. Stress, my dude. Management of the soul, not management of the flow. Ancient spaceship. Why do I break what isn't broke? Why do I break what isn't broke? All I see and all I know, yeah. all I see and Yo, all I know is that you give me enough rope. I hang us both. Gun to my head, blade to my throat. When I sleep, I see ancient spaceship faces. Screaming demons and ghosts. Let me hit some, I need a toe. Show me the meaning, give me some hope. Yo, yeah, yo. Ancient spaceships, I do my dirt in the light. I'm on the day shift. I might be hurt in the night. Only today knows. Ancient with devil horns, devils with halos. Everything is everything. It's a decay rose, the fresh rocks. All I know is West Blocks and Murph Park. The stress stops, the hurt starts. Reverse dark is too bright. We was just two souls dancing in the moonlight. I lose love, regain it. Retain it was my new love. Then I step back and I realize I ain't never knew love. She don't know me and my homies. Them the ones who threw slugs. The ones supposed to protect you be the ones who trying to shoot you. Fuck them, no. Fuck em, Bullets no. riddle, questions and riddles. Got me ducking low. I avoid empty voice. Those are sucker mode. I am Troy, like I am legend. Searching for the cure in a world where nothing's pure. Ancient spaceships. Why do I break what isn't broke? Why do I break off and grow? All I see and all I know, yeah. all I see and all I know is that you give me enough rope. I hang us both. Gun to my head, blade to my throat. When I sleep, I see ancient spaceships' faces. Screaming demons and ghosts. Let me hit some, I need a toe. Show me the meaning, give me some hope, yo. Well, I don't think of uh, love as, uh, in this context, as emotional bosh. I don't think of it as uh, a weak force. But I, I think of love as something strong and that organizes itself into powerful uh, direct action. Now, this is what I try to teach in the struggle in the South, that uh, we are not engaged uh, in a struggle that means we sit down and do nothing. Uh, that there's a great deal of difference between non-resistance to evil and non-violent resistance. Uh, non-resistance leaves, uh, leaves you in a state of stagnant passivity and deadman complacency, wherein non-violent resistance means that you do resist in a very strong and determined manner. If you like books, beats, and beyond, the biggest thing that you can do is share. Share that books, beats, and beyond exists with your friends, with your families. Share it on social media. Retweet. Whatever. Just share the information. Because if you like it, your friends will probably like it as well. And if you do this already, thank you so much. We just played this song called Ancient Spaceships. Um, what's, what's the message here? Well, I, I just, I'm a big sci-fi nerd. Like, ah. I'm making an album with Beatnik D called uh, Man as an Island and oh, all right. through that. Like, I got a song called Captain Adama. I got a song called Farscape. Huh. Um, I did a, a, a flip on the old Outcast joint, you know, uh, 
um, 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 something Jupiter, Mars is who uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. I flipped that shit, you know. So ancient spaces is kind of like I've just been always fascinated with. I, like right now, my favorite show is The Orville. You know what I mean? Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Is it dope? Uh, if you like that old corny Star Trek <laughs> shit, like uh, okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, <laughs> it already got renewed for season two. It already has like a cult like following. Okay, like it's the shit. But then they got another good one called The Expanse. Oh, like I'm just a sci-fi. The Expanse. Okay. They got another good one called Future Man on Hulu. That's the shit. Wow. Okay. So, um, so yeah, Ancient Spaceships was more like, and then like the night before when I wrote that joint, I had a dream that a big ass spaceship was landing. Mm. You know, so I just kind of mixed it. In. I like to mix in like uh. What do you think that was about? You said what? What do you think that spaceship dream was about? Um, I don't know. That one was kind of like usually I have dreams where I feel stagnant. So usually, like my dreams communicate me trying to move forward in life because uh, I felt really stagnated in hip hop. Mm-hmm. But that one was just one of my probably pop too many mollies and <laughs> having a drug induced dream. <laughs> when you do molly, you tend to have very vivid, <laughs> nonsensical dreams after. So. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, uh, there was a line in there. You said you. Uh, you give me enough rope, I'll hang us both. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. This uh, I'm I'm good for self hatred. Like one of my biggest mm. journeys in life is finding self love. Mm. I realized through always trying to find love through a woman or through friends or you know uh, appreciation from fans that the greatest love that you can really give to. You, and it sounds corny, but it's true. It, it's the greatest love you can give to you is to yourself. Oh, true. So it's Absolutely. like, yeah, man, you give me enough rope, I, you know, I'll find a way to fuck you over and fuck myself over, <laughs> too. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a good... I, like, with all that preaching I do about, like, the way... I like to also make it clear that, like, I'm a flawed person. Yeah. So I'm not preaching from a, uh, like, a, a grandstanding soapbox. I'm, if anything, I'm preaching from underneath the people that I'm trying to lift up, mm. not above them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, so, I think you do a good job of... um just showing just the human the the spectrum of human emotion you know what i mean mm-hmm. um most most artists hip-hop artists aren't doing that today like you said it's maybe out of fear or out of thinking they're going to hurt their career or something but you know uh, i just noticed today man everybody is like well that's how you're supposed to do it but i'm like man what what, what, what created such a diverse arena of artistry in the 90s was mm-hmm. that there were people were like, I don't want it. Back then it was like, nah, I ain't doing what that dude doing. That's fighting his style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you had a group of artists that all sounded similar, but they ran in kind of like that same kind of lane. And then right. you had another group and it was just, it, 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 it left a very diverse arena. And now everybody's kind of like, like everybody keeps telling me, Oh, it ain't about projects. It's about songs. Well, I'm like, well, I want to be the artist that makes it about projects. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why when chance wraps over an acoustic, acoustic backdrop, well, who knows? A year from now, it might be a gang of motherfuckers rapping over acoustic mm-hmm. backdrop. Yeah. You know, like, you create your own lane. Like, people tell me all the time, people don't rap the way you rap anymore. And I always say Kendrick Lamar. Right. Like, what you talking about? That nigga's the one, and he still raps. Right. Like, so stop trying to convince me that it's not cool to rap anymore. Because if it wasn't cool to rap, that motherfucker wouldn't be triple platinum. <laughs> You, you don't have to conform, man. Like, but if conforming is what you want to do and that 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 is gratifying to you, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But don't do it because you feel like you have to. Do it because you want to. You right, know? right. So you know the show is called Book Speeds and Beyond. I always have to ask this: um, what anything you're reading right now? Articles? Um, any any blogs? Books that um, you want to share with us? Um, I'm big on the root right now, the root.com, uh, yeah. which mm-hmm. is a black centric uh, website. Mm-hmm. Still my same political shit. Um, 
you know, the Daily Beast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm on Raw Story every day. I'm on a alternate a l a l t e r dot net. That one's a really dope site for like my far left people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like kind of more conservative kind of sensibilities, uh, the National Review is pretty good. But Choosy um, just told me about a book called The War of Art. Oh I yeah, I heard out. about that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I had a chance to check it out yet, but I heard it's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for a specific book, that's a recommendation. But I haven't read it myself yet, but I will be. I'm gonna go. Up. Actually, I'm gonna go get it after I go see Justice League. Yeah, let me let me, um, let me know uh, how how that is the next time we we talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well. I'm a I'm a Batman guy, but I'm not <laughs> hearing good things, man. Zack Snyder, um, <laughs> Zack Snyder's the Donald Trump of uh of comic book films. That's all I got to say. I just I want him gone. I want him impeached. He has to be impeached. No, no. Visually, he's a stunning director, but mm-hmm. I just he's done enough. Yeah. <laughs> what you think about the What you think and about the black director? What do you think about the Black Panther that's about to come out? Oh, man. Yeah, that's gonna be like epic, yo. I'm gonna be, be in the front row for that shit. Man, <laughs> I think man, I, you know how that's gonna feel? feel like as a kid, we didn't have anyone that looked like us. Yeah, <laughs> just to have someone like, and it's not just it's not just a black character. It's a black character with a nation, with a family, yeah. with a history that this can go on for a long time. Like this is. I, I, this is this is I gonna be a game changer. Yeah, he has more intellect than Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. more wealth than Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne. Like he's really a fantastic character. Yeah, he's one of those characters that probably could beat Batman. <laughs> oh, that's a that's Batman. a good that'd be a good battle right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> or like him versus Daredevil. Oh, uh, like yeah. That. Like he's Black Panther. Actually, he whooped Daredevil's ass. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I love Daredevil. Don't get twisted. But um yeah I'm, I'm very excited because we got another one coming out on the CW called Black Lightning. Oh word! Um, I didn't know which that. Is a black superhero show, but I don't like it because the main villains of the show are a street gang called the One Hundred, and he's battling. I'm like, oh, this a <laughs> look, man, look, man. You don't got Superman battling skinheads. That's you don't right. have, you know, don't have Black Lightning battling the local Crip gang. So like, come on, I don't like that stereotypical shit. Right, right. But I like that Black Panther is not like steeped in the stereo. You know, like yeah, they create a nation that you, you know. I'm, I'm so safe to say I'm very excited. Yeah. But also on that feminist shit, man, I'm really excited about Captain Marvel coming out. Actually, I'm more oh, excited yeah. about Captain Marvel than Black Panther. That comes oh, okay. Out in 2019. Okay, okay. I I need I need to check that one. I didn't see that one yet. I didn't see it. Uh, there's that. a small film that Brie Larson did called uh, Short Ter- Short Term 12, mm. which is just a beautiful little small intimate film. It's just, oh man, mm-hmm. watch it. It's on Netflix. It's just mm-hmm. a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, she became my favorite actress. So when I found out that she was playing Captain Marvel, mm. I lost my mind. Like, oh, I can't wait, man. <laughs> Captain Marvel is like Wonder Woman in space. So Dope. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check that out. I like the, the last... I've I've been going back into like watching just old Star Trek right now, man. <laughs> oh, oh, I've been on my Deep Space Nine. Oh, I have, yeah, I haven't got. I'm, I'm still on. I'm still finishing up. Um, oh, just it just slipped my mind. Um, with um Picard. Dang. Oh, oh, you finishing up the Next Generation? Yeah, Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. the Next Generation where they always kicking uh Spock's ass. And shit. Like, I don't know what you're another Spock. Man. Oh no, not Spock. The Cleons. The Cleons. Yeah, yeah. He's always getting his ass kicked. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? But yeah, I've been watching Deep Space Nine on my uh, Captain Cisco. Ah, uh, yeah. Because like, oh. <laughs> I saw Captain Adama. I can't wait for, uh, 
for you to hear that actually it's on the beatnik b project oh uh, word okay i flipped a lot of like uh what i say uh salute to captain adama armada armor a cleon three arms and two wings <laughs> salute to captain kirk galactica tried to capture you so they searched through the multiverse like i'm just looking like a lot of <laughs> yeah. nerds are gonna be like oh shit he's one of us <laughs> that's right <laughs> like, that nigga's a nerd <laughs> <laughs> I'm way closer to a square ass weirdo than I am to like a cool guy. Oh yeah, me too. You yeah. know, and I've I've learned to embrace it. Like, it's fine. And I'm noticing there's yeah. like a movement. Like, yeah. what we thought was a nerd before is actually becoming like more like mainstream and cool in the sense, more acceptable. Yeah. Maybe I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Hell yeah, the nerds are. Uh, it's a renaissance. Yeah, like that you that that, that um Stranger Things, Stranger Things two, like right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, all, but what I say um. Um, but what I say, uh, my 9 is like the stranger things multiply, but the things I'll be seeing could hurt your vision from the freezing to the tropical temperatures trapped in the clinches of my depression, inside my stressing, inside my panic. You find a million planets, various life forms, titans be getting their Christ on, world dice on the surface of a burning planet. So, you know, like, wow. I'm on my sci-fi yeah. urban shit. That's the whole concept <laughs> of man is an island. So. <laughs> dope. Yeah, that's going to be dope, man. man. So what do you want people to mainly take away from your mixtape figure eight? Um, just that, that, you know, I'm back from, from a little hiatus of being gone since 2014 and that, you know, I'm trying to just, just reestablish myself as the artist that, that people who are familiar with me know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and, and reintroduce my producers because I really feel like it puts on display the dope producers that I'm affiliated with, people like B, Nick D and Will Madden. Yeah, they're really dope. You know, Yami Somali produced a couple of joints. Exile got a joint on there. Mm-hmm. So, and just that figure eight is kind of like my, you know, I just want to give something to the people. It's going to be available for free. You know, they can still get it on the streaming services. They can buy it on, on, on iTunes. But if you want to go to my SoundCloud page and download it for free, you can also do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just wanted to give them a really dope project, you know, kind of like, yo, this is just like, you know, my my gift, not a gift, but I just want to kind of make a donation to the art form before yeah. I really try to come out the gate just charging 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's basically going to be figure eight. I'm going to do three, three free projects, figure eight. Then I'm doing um the edge of, I mean, the uh, the edge of the world with Shag, um, a young okay. producer out of, te- a young white producer out of Texas. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I got my uh, conceptual Valentine's Day project with Clouded Slum out of New York on, mm. in February. Then after that, I got a project called The Way to Win, also produced by Clouded Slum. I'm going to send you um, – I'll send you all of my uh, unreleased shit. There's like four projects, and you can sit with them. Okay, yeah. um, You know, just don't play them for anybody absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Well, oh, oh yeah. and I have to say, I have a project with J57 called Cash's Kingdom. Oh, word. Um, that I'm very excited about. That's being mixed by DJ Tone, the same dude who mixed uh, Below the Heaven. Oh, word, damn. So, yeah. So, I don't know when we're dropping that. That's kind of like, we're just kind of trying to fill it out, but it's really dope. It's kind of got like a doomsday concept. Man, you were busy, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 80, 80, figure eight, I'm like 10 steps ahead. I, I, I see. Figure eight in 2014. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, figure eight is older material. Yeah, it's dope, though. <laughs> man, still relevant. Absolutely. So, so how can people follow you or contact you? Uh, you know, just through my SoundCloud page, um, slash Cash's Kingdom, SoundCloud.com. Okay. okay. Um, through my through my uh my Instagram, Cash's King, um, uh, my Twitter, Cost Us. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can, uh, you know, but but the, the easiest way to get at me is just get at me on Facebook, get at me on through any social media platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm also highly accessible through Dirty Science. So, mm-hmm. you know, reach out, you know, you know, if you can't, for some reason you're trying to get at me, you can't get to me, hit up Blue, man, hit up Exile, mm-hmm. you know, but just through the regular platforms of, of, of primarily my SoundCloud page. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Well, Cash is King. Thank you again for being on Book Speaks and Beyond, and we'll definitely talk to you again. Okay, man. Well, you know, just keep me posted, and, you know, as, as other projects develop, I'll, I'll let you know, man. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. I appreciate the interview, man. If you want to purchase any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission which is no extra cost to you, which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, and also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore. <laughs>